I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Do you know how it is sometimes where you feel like, you're not quite done, but you could do a little bit of cheering up. <laughs> so I went to the Crawford Art Gallery to see was there any Christmas cheer to be found. And indeed there was. Loads of coloury stuff. In the company of curator Michael Waldron. I need a bit of cheering up this week. I just want, oh, I want something, I want some coloury pictures. <laughs> <laughs> well we've got a very colourful picture here. Yeah, yeah. And slightly mysterious. It needs a little bit of figuring out. When you do figure it out, quite a figure it is. I know, because I'm in the room full of eyes. And the eyes have it, as far as I'm concerned. Right next to Fiona Shaw is a pair of bird's eyes looking straight at me. That's the bit right in the middle, isn't it? There are Bird's t- eyeballs, actually. Well, there, there are eyeballs looking straight out of us. And I love that you think they're, they're bird's eyes, because yeah. they do, they feel very intent and beady. They do, yeah. And they are looking directly at us, kind of almost hovering in, in space. So they're not in an eye socket. They're just big and bulging and, and looking straight out at us. <laughs> I don't know if it's curious or if it's worried or what sort of emotion is in them. It's just, but it's, there it's, they are. It's wide-eyed anyway. Wide-eyed, exactly. <laughs> Taking it all in. Yeah. And the next thing I can pick out is just, you know, spot the objects, I suppose. Okay, I've identified the, the two eyeballs. There's two pipes <laughs> as well. Yeah, so two clay smoking pipes. Yeah. And they all seem to be coming from the same place. So as if they're in... Two pipes in one mouth. Yeah. Billowing out of the ends of the pipes are puffs of smoke. And then out of what we think is the mouth is another puff of smoke that comes up the middle of the painting. Well, that's what gave me the feeling that it was kind of bird-like because it looked more like, looked like the beak of a parrot, you know? It does. <laughs> now I can only see a bird. <laughs> that's me trying to make sense of it. Yeah. It's very abstract. I mean, it looks like... It's done by um, a disciple of Dali or something like that. Well, there's a bit, there's a point to that. Okay. Because we'll get maybe back to the description in a second. Right. But the painting is called Storyteller. Okay, right. It's by the artist Kevin Mooney. He's based in Cork and a member of Sample Studios in Churchfield. Ah, Kevin's having a bit of fun here, isn't he? I think it's a great sense of play in it, but it's also a little bit of a puzzle in his own practice because when he made this in 2016, 
he was embarking on a body of work that was all about thinking how would Irish art have developed out of a folk tradition, out of a medieval tradition, without influence from Britain or Europe. Oh, in my father's um, time? Like. Yeah, and, <laughs> and what would that... What would that art have looked like, particularly from the Irish diaspora as they moved to the Caribbean or across the world? What would that look like? And so this project was an imagining of of an an art history that never happened. Right, so once upon a time, long, long ago, there was a man who used to... Fado, Fado. Fado, There was a man who used to smoke two pipes, an awful lot, there was a lot of smoke in the air, and when he looked at you, he was wide-eyed in the middle of his storytelling. And you could see his little, up the top of his head, how his hair was split in the middle, and I don't know, what is that? We're getting back to the description again. It looks like a kind of a a long wig or some sort of a U-shaped thing that coming from... I'm still seeing a face in the middle because of the fact that there's eyes in yeah, the middle. And yeah. so I'm building a face around it. And then whizzing around it, there's all of these little saucers or plates and hurdy-gurdy curly things. Yeah, it's kind of... I, I see it, and everyone will see something different. I feel like it's the weaving or the conjuring of a story out of the air. It's an oral tradition that this mm. storyteller of the title, this Shanaki, is is bringing to life around us. So we're focused on the face. little bits and pieces. But the whole world, the the story is being drawn from the air around. Okay. And yes, there is a sort of a central parting in the hair. And that U-shaped thing you described is actually a shawl. Ah! So we might get to a storyteller... Shawly. With a shawl. Somebody from McCroom way back... In the 30s and the 40s. I'd say head to the Blaskets. The Blaskets, I think they would have cloaks, but go farther. Oh, go farther. Yeah, so Peg Sayers. Peg Sayers. Ah, Peg The Sayers. one and only. She used to smoke a pipe. She ah, did. She did, yes. And so this is <laughs> a, a slightly abstracted <laughs> portrait of Peg. And I know that probably sends a chill down at many yeah, people's yeah, spines. Yeah, yeah. Took me a while to figure it out. But the guidance here. <laughs> but it's, I suppose, you find your way to her in this, yeah. and you find your way to that storytelling tradition, and and the fact that people would gather around yeah. a figure who would be at a fireside or in the middle of a pub or wherever, and you would listen intently to Where, their from, from story. what I heard about Peg Sayre, she was a gas woman altogether. I mean, we have a very <laughs> different opinion of her because of you know what we had to study in school and all yeah. that kind of stuff. But she was. <laughs> there, well, there's photographs of her actually yeah, yeah. laughing. Oh, yeah. And it, it, it really changes your impression. And I suppose anything that you're, you might have to endure in yeah. school, you might not have the best relationship with. But I know that people do go back to reading her and others. Yeah. And, and they, they find something very different because they're not teenagers anymore. They, they have some of her life experiences. Yeah. Maybe not as traumatic. Her mischievousness is there, indeed. But there's devilment, isn't there? There is a bit and, of devilment, yeah. And, and I suppose that twinkle in the eye that's yeah. definitely present here is part of the storyteller's stock and trade. They have you spellbound. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm spellbound as well. Listen, we have a minute left. Oh, we go down. There's a surprise for me to see. Yes. Big news as well, yeah. It's very exciting. What intrigues me is you're saying it's his latest work. That's the interesting thing. <laughs> We've got a new one here, which we unveiled at half eleven this morning. Where are we going? Just 
short steps. So we were inside All Eyes and Us. So if you come out of there and turn left. And now we're in Bad Romance. So it's very pop culture here these days. We're just going down to the end of our long room. Yeah. And this exhibition has all of our Harry Clark works on display. But we now, very excitingly, have a new one. How could you have a new Harry Clark? Is it just something he did recently, is it? <laughs> well, it's one he prepared earlier. Yeah. It's an oldie but a goodie, yeah. and it's new to us. Great. So we bought all of our Harry Clark works in 1924 from the artist. Now, he died in 1931, and then very recently we purchased at auction this beautiful Harry Clark watercolour illustration, and it's reunited after... 99 years with works that it was made alongside and it is our first new Harry Clark in almost a century. And you just opened the door to him at half eleven this morning. Exactly. You? So we've placed it immediately on display yeah. so that people could encounter it, enjoy it and that it's kind of doing its work again. It's excellent. It's been in a private collection for all that time. It's been beautifully cared for all that time and we're so excited now to share it with the public as part of the National Collection. Will we give, give it a name? Yeah, go on. So it's called The Colloquy of Manos and Una, <laughs> and it is lovers reunited after death as they hover above the earth, and it's exquisite. And has been reunited with all of his fellow works yeah. <laughs> of art. Yeah, we'll come back to do a work of the week on it, but it's... One of 27 works now on display by Harry Clark. A special time. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks, Harry. Thanks, Mike. Thanks a million. (laughs) 